when you really think about your your journey of your life and what you've been through and you just want to you're baffled because you don't know how you, like you've got to where you are it's your energy you ain't been consistent with it you haven't been practicing what you preach putting yourself in that space your mind is clear see when your mind is clear and you have no bad energy around you it is amazing it is amazing it is amazing podcast i think we're on episode four now um so you're back with brad and jay and today we have Semps in the building what's happening people what's good cool so um obviously Semps is i think we met i think how, how do we meet each other i think we met each other the, through, through the man united group yeah for, i think this is weird because I, I think we're gonna have a lot of we're gonna have a lot less fans <laughs> after this because this is three man united supporters yeah, but we're not going to be talking about football, so it's nah. all right. Maybe. I want to talk about, about, talk about football. Man United just won, bro. I'm, I'm on this right now. So, Eddie, 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 this, is good. this is a good day for us. So. It is a good day, boy. I'm smiling. I know you, man, must be smiling too. <laughs> bro, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to get, you know, man, I'm too jealous, you know, because the juju is real at it, you know. Yeah, 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 true. I'm, <laughs> but I'm say, feeling it. So, I mean, we've been having conversations. The last episode three was um, very candid between me and Jay. Um, and then we've had Mr. Shaq Baker on here. We've had Melanated Boss on here as well. Um, and yeah, we've been kind of moving strides to strides. And we just want to say thank you for everyone who's tuned in so far. Um, if you haven't tuned in and this is your first episode, make sure you go back and listen to um, episodes one, two, three. And you just hear the wildness that Jay comes out with. These I mean, shock, shock value comments that I just know about literally, that. yeah, mad. But yeah, so today, I mean, we normally do a quick fire question round. It's, it might not be quick fire. It leads into conversation. But um, we normally go through a couple of things that we kind of try to discuss before an icebreaker if you okay will. cool 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 so i'll start off um what's your favorite food favorite cuisine um ah, oh, geez well i can't say west indian food can i that's a bit too that's, um, that's too vague isn't it? yeah it's too vague um is it the, the jerk or the pepper steak which one is it i'm a jerk man still yeah, jerk chicken, man, yeah? Jerk chicken, jerk chicken, yeah. But yeah. spicy, jerk. spicy or mild? You're the mild man, the mild No, 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 you know what? I was, at my, I was at my brother's on Sunday, actually, and his missus did some jerk chicken, and it was spicy, and it was it was bad. So, yeah, I'm, I'm about that life. But if I was to say a food outside of my, you know, where I'm from, I would maybe have to say, I'll say Italian as well. I know... Shat Baker said that actually on on the first podcast, but my wife's Italian, so um, I'd have to say Italian as well. Okay, by cool. force, by force, yeah. Not by no force, idea. but because I like no it. Idea. No, 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 I like it. I like no it. Is she in the room? Is she in the room? Where does she <laughs> leave? Where does she leave? And they tell us what you really like in it. Greek. I like Greek food. <laughs> <laughs> Italian, Italian is good. Italian is good. Yeah, Italian is yeah. good. But okay, so when you say Italian, what what are we talking? Pasta or pizza? Nah, pasta. So it's like you just bolognese, linguine, and them things there. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Okay. So we move on. 
uh, what music you listen to at the moment? What do you like to? Cause I know I like... you're a heavy gym man. So what do you listen to on your days? To be honest, I when I'm in the gym now, I've I train with people, so I don't really listen to music. Mm. But um, at the moment, the music I listen to is a lot of UK beats. I'm not really into the American beats as much now. So Jay Huss's album is the last one that I was thumping. So that's a big album. I thought Stormzy's album was good as well. You know uh, what's going to happen, don't you, Brad? What? I'm about to recommend someone. I don't on. recommend Jay Lingo. Hit, hit uh, me up, hit it, me it, up. Yeah, <laughs> I got my yeah. pen, I got my pen and paper ready. So basically, I'm like the resident A&R for TEDNS. Okay. Best rapper in the UK. <laughs> what's his name? T-E-D-N-E-S-S. You you won't regret. Trust me. Right. Ten, tenderness. Hey, hey, put some respect <laughs> on my brother's name. You know what I mean? uh, no, right. you know what? He, he's very very decent. Very very decent. Very good. So okay, so so you, you obviously you bag out a lot of UK stuff, right? Yeah. But you said that you didn't like US. Now, were you ever a fan of the US, or has it always been UK always, or no. do you think you've transitioned over the last couple of years? It's not even saying that I don't like US. Like at the moment, I don't really get a lot of time to listen to music anyway. So there's a mm. lot of albums where I would want to listen and I don't get to listen to them. So where I do get a chance is just, I think, where we've seen like an emergence of UK talent and UK music. I've just been stuck on that over the last few years. But back in the day, it was all American stuff that I used to listen to. So you so like Nas and Nelly. Not Nelly. Nelly. <laughs> Nelly. Not Nelly. <laughs> well, I'm taking the piss. Not Nelly. Nelly. No, she... no, no, no. Listen, I, I, I think, I think, obviously, we're knocking Nelly, but I think everyone listens to Hot in here. No, no, no. I was never a fan of Nelly. I was, man. I was never a fan of Nelly. But Jay had the plaster under his eye and everything, bro. Hey, everything. Yeah. I had both. The band aid, yeah. The brown one. The brown band aid. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was um yeah Jay Z Nas obviously all of them them guys there, um, Ludacris, who, Ludacris? Oh yeah, yeah, Ludacris. Ludacris is one of my favorites to be honest. Ludacris yeah, is, is one of my favorites. Top. One of my favorites of all time. But, but bro, do you not think Ludacris has kind of changed it? It's weird, isn't it? Like obviously, I know he's matured in himself, but when I talk about rappers maturing, like I saw him the other day like doing some Instagram videos and stuff. Um, I think he was in Carnival or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's just like a whole different... I don't know if it's the films, maybe. Maybe he's the just, Fast and Furious. He's, he's fully just left. The yeah, like a, tran- like a full it's, transformation. It's, it's, it's since he trimmed his hair, man. That was the transformation. Since, yeah. he, since he cut off the braids, he's never been the same guy. Never been the same. Full beards. And, and yeah. I know how it is, man. I'd... I'd I had braids for the best part of what 12, 13 years, maybe even. True, say I saw I saw one shot on Instagram still. The throwback in it is mad. Yeah, we might mad, have to put mad. that as in, in, as the uh, as the no, album you, cover. No, for you this. will. No, you will not. <laughs> no, yeah, bro. Not. I think I took a screenshot still. It's like I'm getting better with age, boy. Some of them pictures I look back at, I think, geez, boy, I look rough then. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's when you have braids as well. It's if you ain't got like a resident hair, like person, like it gets mad. So my my hair was never fresh, and that's the problem. 
Was the frilly ones there? Eh? Yeah, frizzy, always, frizzy always, frizz, always frizzy, man. Like it will get done, yes. and then I'll and then I'll be struggling to find someone to do it again. It was all mad. <laughs> so I mean, you do. Um, if anyone, obviously, people don't know Semps, but outside of your normal thing, you're very known for views. Um, the I don't know about being. For. I don't know about being very known, but. Well, you very. Well, I mean, well, I, I knew, I knew, I knew who you were through Man United, but I yeah. really got to know you um, through that kind of stuff. Where, what you're doing views. with the football? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Starting views. Um, so my question around that is: What is who is your favorite? We're gonna do top five footballers. What now? Past or present? We could do, I mean, I don't know. Jay, 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 I let Jay set the criteria because apparently, <clears throat> apparently, you can't have a top five if there's dead people in it. That's, whoa, 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 whoa. That's what you said. Did you not say <laughs> yeah. that? That's, 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 that's silly. Uh, that's not what I said. I said, okay, what did you say? I said, it doesn't make sense to have both current and sort of older people in there if there's if there's people that passed away because then it, what it does is it, it excludes those who are still kind of on their way to greatness so I, I like to do like I like to separate the two in it so in case of football probably do those who have retired versus current okay probably make it easier okay so we say we say your top three top three current and then top three retired Top three current, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Top three. Oh, if it's we're saying current, then CR seven is is obviously number one. Yeah. So I like um, CR seven is number one. Um, top three current Pogba number number two. Mad. Uh, now there might be a bit of bias in there, but I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think people. I don't think. People, I don't think people understand how good this guy is. Pogba I wasn't is. expecting that, you know. Pogba well, is. No, no, was I? I'm literally I'm writing his name on the notepad. I'm just yeah. trying to think. Pog, okay, Pog, cool. Pogba is an immense footballer. So, yeah, and you know what? I'd have to say um, Kevin De Bruyne, man. Those are wow, my, wow. Those so what? You're three. saying Messi doesn't get in your top three? I'm not a Messi man. I don't my guy. I'm not really See, about. I'm not really. I'm not really about this Messi hype business, you know. Ooh. Hype. Hold on. Mm. Huh? No, I'm not, I'm not on the messy hype train. Not on the messy hype train. But hold on. We, we have to put scores on the, like, scores on the doors. Like, come on, guys. Look, look. If we're, talk, if we're talking about players that I like, innit? They're talk, that's, what, that's what this is. I'm not saying that Messi... If we're talking about numbers and who are the greatest, then yeah, obviously CR7 and Messi are the two. But I'm talking about my type of players, innit? My players. I get that. And right. and, and if I'm talking if I'm talking about my players, then Messi doesn't doesn't make doesn't make the doesn't make the my top side. three. Yeah, it doesn't make my top three. Yeah, if I was doing a five aside team, then there's no place in there for Messi. Oh wow, okay. <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> oh, li- yeah. Listeners, don't go yeah, at me now. Don't go at him. Gonna... This ain't a football. Actually, you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? No, that's gonna be slipping. Actually, you know what? We can switch it up quickly. <laughs> So if if you got obviously if you're saying those three would those three being your five side? Um, you have to think about balance. So yeah, so it is balance and strategic wise. So okay, yeah, just yeah, yeah. Who... I would I would always look at balance when I'm looking at five aside. So um, yeah, these three could probably work in my five aside actually. Okay, and who would you add? Who'd be 
in goal and one more. In goal, I'd have... I probably would like... No, it, it, actually, it's got to be David De Gea because when you're talking oh, about five... Mm. When, no, li- listen to me. Listen to me. Five oh, aside, yeah? Five aside, is, you need a shot stopper, innit? You don't need, like, a this ball-playing <laughs> defender, centre-back, goalkeeper. You just need a shot stopper that's going to mm. save goals. And there's, 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 there's not really many better than David De Gea at shot-stopping. So, except for this near post. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's who I'm going with there, and then and I'd have um Van Dyke VVD. Uh, just so as in, like, okay, you're one defender sweeping. Yeah, that's my that would be my five. I think that's a, okay, I think cool. that's a strong five to be honest. That it'll is beat, very strong. It'll beat your five. Oof. So, what's your three retired? Top three retired, top three retired. Uh, Ronaldinho, R9, and Zidane. <laughs> that just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, there's, there's no, that's, that's who it is. There's no, um, yeah, that man there. I miss, I miss watching that man play football. Uh, elite level. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. What a... about you, Jay? <laughs> Which one? If you retired were to do or... retired. Um, hmm, that's interesting. Uh, so it'd be R9. Yeah. Um, I kind of... Uh, um, what's his name? Jahinio. Who? Jahinio. As in the guy, the guy that the used free to play kick, for Middlesbrough. The free kick maestro. Oh, what, for Leon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, one. That guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and um, I'm going to say either Zidane or... Nedved. Bro, why can't you just pick one? Why do you always <laughs> say all? Oh. Nedved, Nedved, Nedved. Jesus. All right, cool. Nedved. Yeah. <laughs> Nedved was a player, though. Nedved was a bad man. Yeah. Nedved Boy. was a bad man still. And what if you said current? If you said current? Um, so it's going to be Ronaldo, obviously, CR7. Yeah. De Bruyne. Mm-hmm. And oh, this is tough. It's not as easy as you think, you know. And no, again, it's not. It's not. Anyone go, can, yeah. You have to base it on good players as well as your your kind of players as well. So it's kind of that's it. Unless you thought about it, that's it. Some people may say an Mbappe. You can throw an Mbappe in there, but it's too early. Yeah, for me, too early. Um, I would. Uh, I don't even want to say it. Messy. That's uh, un- understandable. Shrug in my mouth. <laughs> understandable. So you said. So you've got. Is that three? Yeah, he said CR seven, um, uh, KDB, and um, yeah, Messi. And, and Messi. All right, cool. That's mad. I know you might going. That kind of thing for right for for current players, I mean Messi and CR7 must uh, probably in everyone's list. Not I'll go well or or <laughs> see either or either or either or you know man will either go that way or the other way. So obviously you've been doing views for how long has it been going now? I started in August, I think it was. Um, I think that was when I posted my first video, August. And, 
And for, for yourself, what, what, what made you start these? Was it just a, a simple love for football or did you see it was a deeper? Yeah, so if I was to take it back a bit then. So I'm a, I'm a mortgage advisor by trade. So yes. um, I worked in a state agency as a mortgage advisor for like six years. I've been doing mortgages for over 10 years. But um, I was in a state agency for six years. And I always said when I was growing up that, you know, I saw a mate of mine working in a state agent and he was working these crazy hours. And I remember saying to myself, oh, I would never do that. And I never want to work in a state agency. Now, it just so happens that circumstances dictated the, that I needed to, I needed a job at the time when my daughter was born. Like things happened before and I needed a job. So I wasn't fully qualified as a mortgage advisor at the time. So there was this company that would take me on um, and train me up as I go along, whereas other companies want you to already be fully qualified. So I started working there and then, you know, things progressed, left there, went to a different one where I was for five years. But in the early days, it was good. And then towards the end, I started, you know, getting the that J feeling, how J feeling recently. <laughs> you know what? That's you know what? You know what? That is hashtag, bro. That is what it is. <laughs> I said that yeah. J feeling. Yeah, man. I was getting that J feeling for a while. I like, just got to the point where I think I was just discovering myself a little bit more at that age, like figuring out what I could actually do, believing in myself a little bit more and then starting to think to myself, you know what? I don't really want to be working for people anymore. So I sort of made the decision that I would leave and and go out on my own. I think this was 2016. But um, so the idea was so I got married in 2016. And the idea was that when I come back from my honeymoon, that I would hand in my notice. But the stars never quite aligned and it didn't happen. Um, and then the manager talked to me round, sort of thing, put me in a different office. It was meant to be a new start, you know, X, Y and Z. It's uh, 2017, I'm meant to have this crazy year. And it's 2017, just in terms of work, was just like, nah, I don't want to be here no more. So I got to the point where I think I, I used to do this um, other podcast thing called Life Essa, where me and two of my mates would get together, we'll do a podcast about, you know, people sort of realizing their true potential, working hard, a lot of motivational sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I think that journey really helped open my eyes. And one thing that I started to really believe is that we should all be doing something that we enjoy. Mm-hmm. So one of my drive, yeah, so my driver was that I knew that I didn't, I don't enjoy or didn't enjoy mortgages to the point where I could want to be doing this for the next 20 years and retire or whatever. So I said, I need to start making moves to get out. Now, the first thing I did was is that I went self-employed because I thought you know, I have to take steps. So I don't know what I want to do yet. I don't know what it is that I'm passionate about. I don't know what it is where my end goal is going to be, but I know that I need to get out of working in this estate agency. And the next best thing is to start doing mortgages for myself. So that was what I did. I went self-employed. And then that gave me the time to spend more time with my family and, and I guess more time to think about what I really want to do. Um, so I started talking, I started talking to a friend of mine actually and saying, oh, I really want to do this, which was like a football podcast. And then he hit me back one day and was like, oh, I've been thinking of doing it as well. So we 
we sort of both was like, oh, rah, all right. So we started chatting and then we, we thought of the concept together, actually. Um, it just so happens that he's got a football academy, which was he's really busy with, and he just couldn't really um, allocate the time to starting this thing up. So I just, just went out and did it by myself. And that's how it started, man. It just came from an idea of me thinking, oh, I want to do a football podcast. Not really thinking how far I'm really going to take this, um, but knowing that I want to do something that I enjoy, if that makes sense. So um, that's how that started. Oh, wow. So, I mean, do you feel like your your journey has been more of a... Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's more hit you by surprise? And you're learning every day as you go along or you've had it all planned out when you figured out, okay, this is what I'm going to do next. This is what I'm going to do next. Or do you find it, you find like now you're moving a little bit more freely. It's more like aligning and you're going with what, what is coming up, what the universe is actually throwing at you. Sorry to sound so spiritual, but no, no, um, I think it's, it's a little bit of both if I'm honest. So in the beginning, as I say, I started off the podcast not really knowing exactly where it was going. Mm-hmm. and um, But I started planning, obviously. I started doing my planning, you know. But I had to learn everything that I've... I think that's one of the biggest things that I've been proud about over these last... Since August is is I've literally had to learn everything from scratch all myself. And I've not had any real expertise or anybody behind me teaching me i've learned everything like i've taught myself how to edit i bought myself a premiere pro package um and i've taught myself how to edit just by watching youtube videos and stuff um even all of the podcast setup you know setting up the mic i remember when i first started before i did my first show <clears throat> i did like oh let me do a trial run and i was speaking into the mic and the mic's not working so later on, I figured out or worked out that I've bought a condenser mic and a condenser mm-hmm. mic needs um, a mixer to power it. But I didn't yeah. know that. I thought you could just plug it into the computer. So just little things like that that I've, over, I've had to overcome. And there's a lot bigger stuff. Um, so as I've, as I've gone on, though, different things have aligned, if that makes sense. So I felt like the universe has thrown little things my way to help me progress like the the show was never meant to be me jason and pat on views it's the shows for anyone who's listening that hasn't listened to it before it's called everyone's a pundit and it wasn't meant to be those three but i mean those two but those two were the ones who showed me early love they're like two of my mates and they were always very supportive so i was like oh come on the show and then it was like oh come on the next show and then it sort of turned into a show of the three of us and that people yeah. would then watch and listen to say, oh, what's going to happen? What's the dynamic like between these three this week? Do you know what I mean? And then we started creating our own little characters on there. Um, but at the same time, um, what I would say is it's been very challenging. It's been a very challenging um, emotional roller coaster, if I'm honest, because um, halfway through, I started to really... F- say to myself this is what I want to do long term this is where this is what I want to, it to be and then it turned very much from being a hobby to alright this is like this is my passion this is my goal and I'm working towards it in the beginning it was just a hobby that I'm just doing so but now I think the stakes are higher if that makes sense and yeah. because of that 
like the knockbacks and the sort of things affect you in a different way that you may not be prepared for um, or I wasn't prepared for. So I've had to manage and deal with that. Um, but at the same time, again, if we're talking on the spiritual level, you do. I am at the point now where I think to myself that things happen for a reason and yeah. the failures that I've faced when doing this aren't necessarily failures because those failures may have set me up for a win the next week, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, it's it's been a journey, man. It's been a journey. But one thing I would say as well is that I'm very much enjoying the journey. Uh, I'm definitely enjoying it because um, there's ups and there's downs. But at the end of the day, I'm doing something that I enjoy. And regardless of how bad it gets, I still suit up and boot up. Do you know what I mean? And I yeah. think that's quite important. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, your your journey with regards to your mortgage, and you're saying that you're you're taking this full time now. Is there there isn't this? Is there an exit plan ready for you, or is it a case of you're still you're still making sure that you're you're burning candle on both sides? Or? Yeah. So at the moment, um, look, I've got a wife and two kids, so yeah. I very much have to be mindful that food needs to be put on the table. And I and I and I need to provide for for my kids first and foremost. So yeah. I've got my mortgage business there, which I can't neglect. If that you know, I have to I have to be focused on that as well because that's what's bringing in the income today. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm working on views um, at any other given time. So I'm sort of burning both can. <clears throat> was it burning both the candle at both ends, as yeah. they say? Yeah. Um, and I haven't. I don't say that I've got an exit plan as such. Is I'm just working, 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 working to the point where I'm hopefully at a point where I can say, you know what, I can now start to do, <clears throat> start to do views, full full time, yeah. and then and then either drop mortgages or or even keep mortgages there, but on more of a consultancy basis where I only take on niche cases that are worth my time, and then or even employ somebody. To, to come in and do some work so I can still keep that there because I've still got a client base that I've had over a number of years that, that I might still want to keep nurturing and keep helping um, because at the core of what I do, I like helping people and that's that's one part of my mortgage, one part of that job that I like is the satisfaction that you get when you've helped somebody get the keys to their home and you build up relationships over a number of years and I would, uh, a part of me still wants to keep that if I could, but the the goal is definitely very much to do views full time. Cool. I think that's I think that's a powerful thing. I mean, even having the the two two revenue streams is is, is great. I mean, even if one of them isn't providing as yet, it will in the future. You've got plans for that, so you're kind of thinking, okay, I'm going to work until basically life is good and it's good to have that option to think well you know what okay um it's not as i planned or it's not as or it's better than i expected and then you can do things as you go some people have, i think are a bit too rigid yeah. in their um in their planning so they're a bit much like i need to be this by this and this is what we we're talking about in the last podcast a lot of people are very much like i need to be here by the time I'm 40 or 30 or yeah, 50. Was, and... It's weird though. That was definitely, that was definitely, definitely me. Um, it's like, oh, I must be at this position 
in terms of my career at this age. I must have done this at this time. But now, um, now that I've decided to sort of pursue other other things or things that I'm more passionate about, I don't really have like a set place I need to be. I just need to make sure that what I'm passionate about becomes actually becomes something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So rather than yeah. having like a random goal set for yourself, um, working for, well, I feel like I've started to sound like um, fucking Dame Dash. Dame Dash. Nobody goes on the, on the rant about, uh, you're, you're just a worker. I'm, I'm a boss. Like, I feel like that's what I'm stuck, starting to sound like. I don't want to sound like that. Uh, <laughs> bitter, I don't. I don't want to be like that person that's like you must um, work for yourself or whatever. Because there's obviously some people enjoy the jobs that they have, yeah, um, and they enjoy that setting. So it's not for it's not for everyone. Oh, hundred percent. I think I think I think even even if you are in a career or you are um, employed by you know someone full time, I think it is there is an element of self employment. Because, I mean, although they pay your wage and they actually give you the job to do, it, it still takes an element of motivation to get up and actually do that and what you wanted to do. And your actual career path is a, I personally see it as a, a form of a, a form of self-employment because you have to want to actually get better. I mean, okay, self-employment, the stakes are, as um, Sam's is saying, the stakes are higher. Because you literally have to go out and get drum up business, drum up clients, um, things like that. And if you take those losses, it's a lot more. It mm, impacts yes. you a lot more. But what I'm saying is that the same things is that if you stay in a in one job for you know, because a lot of people, you know, I say we've been talking about it on the group this week, which is comfort zone. Um, I was just going to say this as to why I disagree with what you're saying, but continue. <laughs> so, 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 hopefully, hopefully, by the end of it, it wouldn't be as much of a disagreement, more like okay. a, yeah, an alignment. But what I'm saying is around comfort zone because I feel you, you can be in a role for a certain amount of time um, and be very comfortable with what you're doing because it becomes piss easy for you. Um, but there could be other people like, for example, we had Melanated Boss on the last episode. Um, no, on the second episode, sorry. Um, and, you know, she was saying that she's trying to, she levels up at every opportunity she could get. So I feel that comes from a self-motivation point of view as well. Although no one's forcing your hand to do it within your career. Um, but as society kind of shifts and the demands become a little bit crazier, as in you start having a family your financial demands become more. Um, there's something within you that wants to achieve more. Uh, you might not think self the self employment might not be for you, but you still have to kind of represent yourself as a brand, as yourself, and still push yourself going forward. So you're still gaining those opportunities um, and literally trying to level up wherever opportunity you can get. If that makes sense. I'll tell you why I disagree, um, yeah. and the reason I disagree is because I think it was another reason as to why I said to myself that I have to change what I'm doing yeah. is because most people that you speak to now I haven't got any percentages but I just going by the people that I've grown up with over a number of years family friends x y and z yeah even colleagues uh -huh. Uh -huh. Monday comes they don't want to go into work they yeah. 
they go on holiday, ah, oh, dreading going back to work. And for me, that represents the majority of the population. So for me, the majority of the population, deep down, would love to be doing something different. And if that is the case, then you are living within your comfort zone. And I think there's so much like we 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 always think about when you talk about going self-employed like so many people when i went self-employed was like leon you're so brave we admire you x y and z and there was a book that I, it was a podcast actually that i was listening to i can't remember what it was and the person said is like why do we think that things like why do we think negatively about going self-employed about the unknown because it is 50 50 at that point isn't it it's fifty. It's fifty percent that you may fail, or fifty percent that you may succeed. Why do we then tell ourselves that the, we're going to lean towards the fifty percent that we may fail, and then stop actually making that jump? And that's what I used to tell myself all of the time, and start to say, you know what? Think about it's going to work. Let's think it's going to work, and then that helped me push the barriers to then hand in my notice to then start being self-employed and it was crazy at the time guys man i tell you because my son was only um when i went self-employed he was oh he was less than a year old my wife was still on maternity leave she didn't want to go back to work so we then i went self-employed she's on maternity leave she ended up going self-employed as well so at that point in time it was crazy and i it did take a level of mental strength to actually say look we can do this and you know we went self-employed in 2018 we're now into our third year and we're still both self-employed we've got a roof over our head we've had holidays you know we're still not where we want to be but it's it's working so far and had we had we have listened to the other part of our brain saying that oh you might fail then we would never have done it and we would have stayed within our comfort zones of me working in a state agency and she was a nursery nurse at the time both doing things that we don't really enjoy do you know what i mean so i think that people need to push the boundaries they need to and just be more positive and there needs to be more positivity around taking that jump and obviously it's hard though because people have got families yes. you've got bills to pay it's not that easy i'm not saying that it's easy but uh, people need to do it more man because then you just don't know what positives are on the other side i still uh, so i i agree with that aspect of it i feel people do need to take that jump a lot more but i still think there is a certain, there's there, there's also a pl- there's also a flip side of that as well because you can push yourself within the realms of employment as much as as much as you know it depends on obviously it does depend on what you do um but there is a sense where you can push yourself within even if it's a career path that you're changing i mean i think that comes down to whether you want if you enjoy it because this is i'm saying i'm not saying that you can't be an employee i'm not saying that there's as what Gary Fee says, like success is subjective. What's success to you may not be success to me. But if you're happy, if you wake up in the morning and you're happy to go into work, then more that's great. And then if you want to progress up in that company, then as I, I agree with you, there has to be a level of get up and go to, to achieve that. But my point that I'm saying is, is that I don't believe that is the 90% of the population that that's what they're doing. I don't believe 90% are happy. No, 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 of course not. 
I mean, of course, uh, of course, there are the uh, the large majority of the population aren't happy with their their current situation, but I think as well that goes down to towards in human design as well, mm. because there is our satisfaction levels become a little bit more. So it's just say if I made a million pounds tomorrow, yes, I'd be happy for a period of time. And after that time, when I when 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 my graph is actually my graph of happiness has plateaued and I'm I'm stable again, I'll be like, well, okay, I need two, yeah. or I need five, or I need but, ten. But that's not everybody, though. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, not, if, 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 it's if, not everyone. But I feel like I feel like well, you, we push the boundaries and with regards to ourselves and all that stuff sometimes. But also, a lot of people, as you say, they don't like going into the unknown because of of the fear that society puts and they, they put that on there. It's not just something where we just wake up and automatically think, I don't want to take that role because of, do you know, if you look at, if you look at all the imagery that's on telly, um, a lot of it is, it is very negative. Mm. Along that time, if, if you don't pay your bills, can't pay, take it away. Or, do you the know, are coming. yeah, like th- th- this is the kind of imagery that we kind of push out there. Listen, I'm one to say about self-employment, like I'm Mr. Project Man, Mr. Startup. So my thing is that I'm always a hundred percent for that, but I'm always, I'm also along the lines of, okay, I need to understand as well. Maybe the brain is instead of me trying to tell people to not to go into self-employment, maybe to understand, okay, what is their fear along that, and try and see if okay, how can we then conquer that in itself? If it's a case of unknown, then that's 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 that makes sense but if you sit down and you actually think okay you didn't plan out what the unknown is or you can kind of map it out and see where the issues will be or you can kind of kind of stem and say okay lack of finance is going to be one of your barriers or this or that or the other and you can kind of have counteractions they're, they're not going to be for um you know foolproof but i think if you give more people more clarity <clears throat> along the path then they're more likely to take the leap uh, I mean, yeah, yes and no. Yes and no. I, I think it's, it's all about education, really. Um, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying, clarity. But that's also down to the individual as well. Of course. To, to start to... I think it all has to come from the individual in wanting. What do you want at the end of the day? What, what do you want from life? You know, I, I've always been ambitious since I was a kid. I remember I wanted to... Well, I was... I'm eldest of three, so we lived in a small house. I'm from Wood Green, North London. And, you know, sharing a room with my brother, I never had my own space. And then it got to the point where I said, boom, I need to get my own space. And I moved out my house. I was 20 at the time. And I moved out because that was me saying that I'm not happy with my situation here. I'm the eldest as well let me go out and try and do something. So I moved out and, and I've, since I was 20, I've, I've been out on my own. I managed to actually um, buy my first flat when I was 22 and I've lived there. I bought that with a friend. Me and him lived there for eight years in a, fl- in a flat in Palmer's Green. And again, that all came from me wanting. If you don't want and aspire to try and be better, then you're never going to get there. And I think that a lot of people, they limit themselves. And I've, I've, I've been like that myself at, at times, but I've always been ambitious. I've always sort of tried to work for something. I remember I wanted a particular BMW, I managed to get it. 
and I sort of think about that as well all of these little times in in life where it's worked for me where I've worked for something where I've wanted something and when I was at um, the estate agency is called Barnard Marcus. I just got to the point where I said, I want more. I want more. And because I want more, I'm going to try and get more. And and also, like, with the, when I say the education side of it, is also about who, you, who you're friends with, the content that you're, that you're watching and you're listening. Because you mentioned there that you see a lot of negativity and all of that. I don't watch TV. A lot of the content that I consume is positive content. So I'm I'm always fueling my brain with positive stuff to try and live a positive life and have a positive out, outlook on things. That's powerful, bro. I think in the sense of having like, but I think on my my what I'm trying to say is that 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 regardless of your positivity and your your outlook on life can can come can can be aligned with each other, but I say that you can still achieve within the realms. Of a plot in an in an employed space, I'm not of saying that you, I'm, I'm not saying you can't. So my thing is about like you don't feel like I don't want people to feel like in order to to go f- forward where you are. Okay, I hate my job, so I'm gonna you know hand in my notice tomorrow, and it's all gonna align, um, and I'm gonna magically fall in love with something else, or I've always wanted to I don't know I've always wanted to paint, so. You know, but the yeah, we have to kind of think of the lo- the the logical and logistics of things. So obviously, it might not be feasible for me to do that at the moment. But if then I have to apply myself over, apply myself over the next six months, better myself. As you said, when you started views, it was a big learning curve for you. So you had to then learn how to do Premiere Pro. You had to then learn how to set up your mics. You then had to learn how to market your podcast. I'm guessing that. When you you're on your Insta, you have to learn your, your marketing tools. I'm still uh, learning, boy. Exactly, <laughs> and and this is where this is where people sometimes they feel like they listen, they consume all this all this positivity, and it's just take the leap um, and do this and stuff. And sometimes they take the leap without thinking. Okay, cool. Remember that the bottom, the, the like there is a ground. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. Maybe I've maybe I've not been so. I want to be clear as well is that I agree with everything you're saying just there because when I when I did go self-employed remember I said I planned to go self-employed a year before yeah. but it wasn't it wasn't the right time for me it has to be the right time for you but exactly. what I'm the point I'm making is that if you want more then you have to start to work towards more so yeah. if you want to be a painter then if you've got your 9 to 5 then you do your painting on the side and you do that for a number of you may do that for a number of years until you're at the point where you think that you can do that. Because I'm I'm still doing that now. Views is not bringing me in an income. Mortgages is. So I'm doing my mortgages, but I'm still doing views on the side. It's just that I'm self-employed with, so I can I can be flex, more flexible with my time. I'm not rigid in the nine to five, if that makes yeah. sense. But I'm still at the point where I'm working towards something on the side because views at the moment is not bringing me in an income it's very much in his infancy but i'm working towards something and i think that's that's the point i want to get to get across to people is that if you want more you can work towards it because i'll give you another example back in the day i had two friends ben and d-man 
I used to see their snaps. They used to go gym at four o'clock in the morning, four thirty, five o'clock. I used to always tell them, oh, I could never do that. I could never do that. I could never do that. Now, people messaging me saying, I don't know how you do what you do. I could never do that. I could never do that because every morning I'm in the gym at 5.30 a.m. Now, one thing I... I always say to people is I'm no better than you. It's just my mindset's probably different. And what I mean by that is that I wanted to better myself and I work towards getting myself in a position where it's now routine for me. Yeah. If that makes sense. I don't, I, I no longer have to try, you know, when I say I no longer have to try, obviously it's not easy to get up at 4:30 every morning, but I'm in a routine now. So the body, the body adjusts to that, but you have to, you have to work towards it otherwise you're never going to do it so yeah hopefully that makes sense of what i'm trying to say yeah totally, totally. and for me it's it's always a case of i don't i don't want people to think i'm mr employed um <laughs> i'm not mr employed by any stretch of the imagination but there's, no, there's nothing wrong with that if that's what people want to do i'm just like i'm i'm just about doing what you enjoy man doing what you love like to my daughter i'm just like what do you want to be when you get older mm-hmm. and she says she wants to be an actor so i'm like cool now that may change as she grows older but i want her to believe that she can become an actor because at some point in life as we get older we stop believing in what we what we wanted to do like there's no way when i was younger that i wanted to be a mortgage advisor <laughs> that's just not what i wanted to do somewhere along the line you fall into um, you you go down one road and you go down to another and then you end up in a place but I don't believe that's where you're meant to end up and then you just have to keep walking you have to keep moving you have to keep turning you have to keep adjusting keep avoiding the, the hurdles the pitfalls do you know what I mean and to get to where you want to get to because I just don't want to look back for myself I don't want to look back if I am on my deathbed to say that I didn't try and as long now like if I die tomorrow least i can say that i've 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 tried do you know what i mean um and that's 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 all i want for if i was to relate it back to my kids i just want them to just try and be the best that they can be a strong legacy man definitely dope what's your take on it jay um it's, it's the same really i mean i i think if if people if you enjoy what you do and you, it just so happens to be in a employment setting um working for someone then by all means, um, go, go for that. Like, try to advance in that career, etc., uh, etc. Et but if you're like me and you didn't, you weren't looking forward to waking up on a Monday, or you take as much time as you could walking into the office, um, then obviously you need to rethink about what your goals are. Like, what what would you want to do? What are you passionate about? What would make you excited to to wake up and do and do something. Um, uh, I don't think it's always the case that you need to be an entrepreneur or self-employed or whatever other fancy term we want to put out there. Um, it's just up to you. Yeah, just up to you, basically. Just go for what pushes you and what makes you happy. Time, time is very short. Um, you don't really have time to be sitting somewhere wasting time if you don't enjoy it. 
So are you are you working on so with regards to views? Yeah. Um and its progression, obviously it's still in its infancy. Yes. Um what is I mean I've seen that you guys have started to do obviously you've got your podcast, you've got the YouTube. Yeah. Um you did a couple of interviews as well. Yeah. Um so what's what what's next? Are you going more towards that or is it gonna be almost the everyone's a pundit? Everybody's so a pundit. Is that the same podcast? Yeah. Before we, d- we we dive into that. So you've got everyone's a pundit. Yeah. Okay, so I'll explain because yeah, it's yeah, interesting yeah. that you that you bring this up yeah. because so I, I don't know if you lot are familiar with Impact Theory by Tom Bellew. Yeah. Um. So when I used to watch Tom Bellew and I used to watch Impact Theory and the way he interviewed guests and I remember I I used to say to myself, oh, I would love to have a show like that because um. As I said, at the core of what I like doing is is always helping people, but providing value and adding back and giving back, sorry. And I think that show is great for, for doing that. And I always said to myself, I would like a show like that. Um, but again, your your brain tells you, don't be stupid, you fool. You could never, you could never have a show like that. You could never have a show. So I'm like, okay, cool. So anyway, put that to one side. I start doing views, yeah? So the first of all, I start doing Everyone's a Pundit, which is just um, a podcast where we talk about um, what's current in football. So it'd probably be um, reviewing the weekend's games, or it might be like tonight, Arsenal have gone out in the in the Europa, so we may discuss that <laughs> on this week's episode. Um, and, and so that's what that was about. And, and that was very much the the idea when I first started it and was to also have a show on there which was more more banner because I always wanted everyone's a pundit because pundits analyze football right so I always wanted that show to be more analytical and more serious rather than jokey um, so then I wanted to add in a banner show to, to, to match in there and then just as time went on I, I said to myself oh I want to start interviewing people because I, I sponsor, or I say I, we sponsor um, two grassroots football teams. Well, one's grassroots and one's a, a football academy. And um, I'm always about trying to give back to the, to the to the youth. So one of the things that I get value from is watching something like an Impact Theory where he goes in and he interviews um, a, a celebrity who's been there, done that, and it proper digs into what it's like behind the scenes, the the ups and the downs. Because obviously, especially in this day and age, this social media era, we only see the the good stuff, don't we? We only see like the positives. But I like I like to know what the journey is. And I think for kids, it's important that they understand the journey that you need to take to get to to get to where you want to get to because it's not going to be pure sailing it's not going to be like what it looks like on instagram or whatever because people do go through tough times so i said oh i want to start interviewing people to interviewing footballers and coaches to try and create that type of show so that's how that came that's how that was born um so i did that um and then it's funny because when you talk about the universe um aligning or just 
being just putting things into place I sat down the other day and I thought to myself wow I've interviewed three different footballers now um two two male and one female and all of their stories have been different and then I realized I said whoa I've actually got a show that I wanted when I used to watch Impact Theory now it may it's it's not on the level of where he's at but it's still a show do you know what I mean and it just again that's sort of reinforced into my mind that wow you never know what's possible because if I had told myself that five years ago I wouldn't have believed it so that's where I am with things at the moment is that I probably will go more down that route because that's what I want to do I think that's that's more my passion is is having that type of conversation everyone's a pundit will still be there as as a regular podcast but I think where I want my channel to really go is with me interviewing different footballers and coaches to get it's the, the the podcast itself is called views from inside and um okay. and uh, as i said it's, it's to get the views from inside the game to understand what happens behind the scenes that these kids don't quite see from your twitter posts and your instagram posts um because when when that kid um gets a knockback how does he deal with it if he if he hasn't really come across that before I've got the right people around him so there's so many kids that drop out of the game because they get a knockback and then they they lose their head or they don't quite know what to do and that's why I think it's always powerful if they can see somebody's journey that this person got they they didn't get a trial here they failed at this trial and they've still managed to make it then that might give them that that push, that belief that they can still make it, if that makes sense. So, yeah, that's where. Sorry if I'm waffling on a bit, but that's where I want. Yeah, uh, that's where I want the channel to go um, more heavily towards the long term. So, how you, how are you finding that with regards to? I mean, obviously, you've released. Um, is it one or two? Two now? No, so I've got... actually only released. So I've started. Um, I've only actually only released one of views from inside. Yeah. Um, I've got two more to release because I've done another two. So um, the other one I've done is is again I'm just trying this different things. So that one's uh, another podcast which is um, specific for different football teams. So I did one which was a Liverpool special. Um, I, saw, I saw that. Yeah. So. And then I'm going to do one for like all of the top six. And then I want to try and do one for West Ham as well. And QPR and just as many teams as possible, if I can find the fans. Um, so top six, that means no Arsenal then. All right, cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the, tra- the traditional top six um, that I want to do. But it's just to sort of, because my I always wanted my channel to be open to everyone. Like obviously we're Man United fans, yeah. but I didn't want it to be specific to Man United fans. So I want to provide content for for all different teams. Um, so that's why I wanted to do this one as well. So how how are you finding obviously because what what views from inside is bringing is a is an inside look into the life of obviously um, people who have gone through that system, that yeah. footballing system. How are you finding that reception from from kids? Because the content can be obviously is it's 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 very truthful, isn't it? It's a it's a more passion and walking. So how are you finding that that attention span with kids tuning into your content, or do you find it's the same people who watch 
everyone's a pundit going across into views from inside. So, or do you find it's like more parents showing it to their kids or kids are tuning into it more because they're really intrigued? Um, yeah, so like... what... I've only released the one. Um, yeah. And what I would say is that I think that I want to... When I release the other one, I'm going to go down the parent route of introducing it to kids because yeah. I think it's also important that parents understand these these stuff when they're getting themselves involved or when their children are getting involved with, with football and going through the system um, because it is it can be quite heavy the you know to sit listening to a podcast a podcast is you know very much and not very much an old person's thing but I, <laughs> I don't I think that you've got to be of a certain age to be listening to that type of podcast if that makes sense it's not gonna it's not your it's not fun is it it's, it's not, not fun. fun no it's not fun it's, it's serious <laughs> and um i think if i go through the parent route then we can we may then start to see some some traction that way okay cool cool so jay what are i mean what what do you think you're what are you working on you know since you've had in your <laughs> oh i noticed yeah, the capital N word. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to trigger um, you, mate. Uh, well, a few things. So, uh, obviously, I handed in my notes. I don't have. Oh Jesus! You tell him what again? Actually, yeah, I don't uh, know what I want to do. If that makes sense. So, obviously, I have. I work. Actually, wait. I don't know if I should say this yet. I don't think you should, mate. Uh, Go yeah. on, say it. You know, Mazda on guard and leave you there. You see how? You see oh, how is it? Same... Oh, sorry, I didn't know that. <laughs> no, 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 he's not. He's not. He's not a guard leave. Oh. You see how senses? You see how senses? And you know what? Because I have, I have people, people from work listen to <laughs> listen to the podcast. Bro, before you start cussing off at all the people you work with, bro, leave the building yeah. first, man. Can't oh, say too you. much. But basically, I I'm looking for uh, contract and IT roles. Okay. Um. So. The limit I have is like three months and six months. I don't want anything longer than that because then I don't want to start feeling like I have a job. Um, oh, so right. three months, six months, contracts maximum. Um, and then in between that, I have um, other, I have like another way of, of making money. Um, um, but I also want to get more involved in music. Um, so I've actually, I've actually started an Instagram page along those lines. Um, and then obviously we have we have this podcast and we have the stuff that Golden Circle is trying to do um, so I'm trying to basically just have different avenues open um, and just see which ones actually I can actually monetize um, and actually focus more on um, so yeah I mean, it's just trying to trying to follow these passions okay. oh, it's the best way man Keep working, brother. Keep it, working, man. It's the best way. It's the best way to kind of go through, try and throw as much shit as you can to the wall and see what sticks. Because I, I think, what, uh, I graduated in 2008. Yeah. Um, pretty much. That's a, while, that's a while ago still. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. For me. yeah. Wow. You just turned 40 as well. So, Shut wow. up. So that's <laughs> been, been mad still. What was he, one of the mature students? The young thirty-three. <laughs> you know I mean? um, but yeah, I've been working like 12, 11-12 years, non-stop. Just um, different companies, different positions. 
Um, so I kind of got kind of got lost in the whole in the whole grind. Um, I actually wasn't even meant to work in IT support. Fuck it. Interestingly enough, I was meant to be a games designer. That was my original original uh, passion, but obviously things happened, uh, and then find that find a job. Um, but yeah, man, I just feel like I got stuck in the in the grind. Uh, kind of neglected my creativity side, uh, so I'm just trying to find that find that again. Yeah, because I know you've been. I mean, obviously, you edited the last podcast. Um, and you've been doing all the snips and stuff, and yeah, man, you've got a proper knack for it. Um, so you're going to be doing this one as well, yeah? So yeah, that's cool. Can you, can you do mine as well? Yeah, if you want. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You start doing everyone, bro, everyone's watching a podcast these days, so you, you just get it sorted, do one of them freelance, man, then just get the file, you start editing it. Cool. Done. So what are you up to, Mister Mister Bentley? Uh, mate, working it nine to five in that life. Um, That's it, yeah. Nah, I'm playing. <laughs> um, yeah. So obviously, by profession, obviously I do treasury. Um, I've been doing treasury for a little while now, so do more along the lines of qualified accountant. Um, but yeah, I've just kind of started to fall out of love with finance. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I've always, I've, I've always been that kind of thing. As it, it falls, as I said, I didn't go to uni. I started as an apprentice and kind of fell into it, mm. and it just became something I was really good at. And I met one friend who I had at the time, um, Don. He um, he was doing an accountancy role. There's times I was working as a credit controller, um, and he kind of like put me on game about like SEMA and studying that stuff and I thought wow you know a certain amount of money I was getting at the time I was like this is not good enough so I wanted to level up a bit so my thing was I went through that and decided okay cool I'm gonna go down the whole finance route and um, I got to a point where you are now just kind of sick of looking at numbers other people <laughs> I'm, I'm sick of looking at other people's bank accounts so my thing was um I I love drawing, I love art, so I do that um, as a side hustle. Then I started learning UX, um, a UX design and branding and logos and everything around that. Um, and just recently, I've been toying with the idea um, around uh, selling tea, so a tea company. Um, so just been toying around with names and not just that, but strategy. So I'm able to do my, um, hopefully in the next couple of months, maybe next month, I'm going to Hamburg. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah, to go and see a tea supplier. Um, so, yes, things are just moving relatively quickly. Um, I saw a couple of tea, I want to be seeing a couple of tea suppliers down here as well and I just want to create a space that is people I, I want people to understand the science behind it um behind tea and it's not just you don't have to be like you know what I mean 60 years old to enjoy a cup of tea and it's not if we're not talking about tetleys we're talking about <laughs> stuff that really helps your body to grow um cold infusion teas yeah, um, I only drink green tea yeah, green tea is cool as well. But that the blends are crazy. Like some mm -hmm. of the stuff, like, you know, you've got green teas that taste like brownies. 
Um, if, if you can, serious. If you yeah, can yeah, get yeah, those yeah. kind of stuff patterned, I will be down for that stuff. Don't worry, they'll be patterned, man. Right now, they, they'll I, be patterned. I have, drink, I have to drink it with honey. Do you know what I mean? So, and, but do you know what it is? It's learning about what other people, what what other teas are out there. So, you know, you've got green tea, white tea, black tea, and you've got red tea. So there's so many different things that the, each of them do. Um, and learning things like you're supposed to be drinking tea at least six times a day. Um, helps you clean your system, you know, boost your immune system. And it's very much around those kind of, you know, realms of what's possible sounds good brother sounds um, good, but yeah just kind of pushing out that pushing that that boundary and it really figuring out what i like to do obviously a contract at the moment uh for my contract ends in june um yeah but you see i just had my daughter in jan um so kind of looking to steady the ship my wife she's um self-employed herself she does candles um, and yes, yeah, her business is growing from strength to strength. So it's kind of take it takes off the pressure on the other stuff that I want to be able to do, so that I can then make those decisions a little bit more fluid, yeah. and being able to then make a little bit more decisions when you're like, okay, if if you've got someone a partner who is obviously working full time or not working or doing something, and that structure is rigid, it makes your decisions a little bit more I don't know I would say cloudy um because you 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 try to make decisions what's better for the household instead of what's better for you um if that makes sense uh, it is it's 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 natural because you have to handle business as people say you look after you look after your family but you know when you can kind of get that kind of support system Sometimes you need that as well. You need that break as well. I think we, as guys, sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Um, and we don't sit down and take our time to plan out what our next move is enough. Um, so then that's why we find ourselves in sometimes situations where we're not quite right with what we're doing. Because we, we either rush out the idea or we don't really. And that was literally me couple of years ago you know great ideas I mean, jay will tell you you've got fucking ideas for days mate if i don't if every, i don't if, every if, couple of hours if i don't if i don't such a if i don't execute an idea i'll think of another one the time that happens so my thing now is is just sticking with what i i love doing um which is drawing and drinking tea um <laughs> and then literally seeing where that will take me and if that takes me to the moon, and obviously my podcast, well, our podcast, sorry, the Golden my Circle. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See it there. You know I what? I, you can't, I, can't, I can't say, like, you know, you know, Jay's helped me here and there, so, you know, i got to give him his props. I'm playing. Play. <laughs> I think that's oh, it, man. though, isn't it? Is you can have, like, loads of ideas, but you have to try and execute on them because... If you don't, then what's the point in having these ideas? Well, that that's very funny you said that because someone said that to me today and I've been asking questions around ideas that I have and what I've been doing is I've been building a journal, an idea journal. Yeah. Um, an idea for that is that I can then pass it down to my son um, and I can pass it down to my kids yeah. and they can pass it down to their kids or just have it in the circle of energy that I have. Yeah. So if I don't implement it, someone else will. Um, yeah. Because I feel like Sometimes I, 
I don't feel like disadvantaged sometimes, but sometimes I do. That a lot of our parents didn't really. I mean, maybe that's for some people, but in the kind of realm I grew up in, my elders didn't really. I, there wasn't enough mapped out for me. No, and I feel sometimes sometimes that that can be. Is, we spoke about in the last podcast about people going through struggle, um, and a lot of people feel that you have to find your way yourself. But our job is kind of to make it easier for the next, yeah. so they can worry about other things and how they're going to tackle other issues. So our our issue right now might be poverty. I'm not saying everyone's broke, but it might be just breaking the poverty line or raising the poverty line. Um, the next couple of years, it might be, I don't know, getting us into technology or getting us into a higher status or wherever, but we can't conquer that all ourselves. And I feel as adults, we try to conquer all of it. Whereas I feel like this is generational. It's not something that's going to be solved through one facet of, you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, one of the things I did um, because of the stuff I went through. So what I did for my my daughter is that I opened a savings account for her. Mm. Um, so me and her mum literally put in money there every month. Um, and any anytime she gets money from people, um, it goes straight into there as well. Oh, okay. um, just so that she has a something to start with when she gets a bit older so she can whether she wants to buy a car or whether she wants to go traveling for a little bit um, just so she has something to start with Um, because these these are like experiences that not necessarily put you backwards but it kind of affects you I don't want her to have to worry about the like the smaller things yeah um, at that age because I feel like that's when you you just need to experience experience things rather than worrying about money. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I just I just want her to be as prepared as possible, just so that she has less. Um, she doesn't have to battle as much as me and her mum did, just to get to a certain level. Yeah. Um, so obviously she starts at a certain level higher than we started. Um, so hopefully that that would help help her carry on. You know I mean? think, but like even what you're saying is is relatively is relatively smart it's really smart actually because when we were younger i mean if we look at when we not not saying we're going back to toddler ages even when we we're like 10 11 mm. to 15 16 our issues then weren't the issues that kids are dealing with now yes there were things like crime and influence and stuff like that but social media never existed that was a, a myth when we were younger things like the imagery that was on telly was there was negative imagery on that stuff, but I feel like we had a, I don't know, I don't know if it's a better compass or the lines weren't as blurred. Um, um, I just feel like that's, it's just because we grew up then. If you have to think think about it generation, generationally, right? So our parents would have looked at when they grew up as being better than when we grew up and vice versa. Yeah, and I'm not um, saying it's not better. I'm not saying no, no one's better than anyone. I'm just saying the challenges that we faced then are not the challenges kids face now. Yeah, yeah so for sure. what I realize and what I realize is that it's it's more of a step step process. So if we had had that little bit more of a step stone, we was able we would have been able to conquer some different some so some social issues. 
that we that we're struggling with now. So maybe if again, as Semps was saying before, with regards with the mindset of everyone going in and wanting more, wanting more. Um, I mean that that that's not just a, a, a color thing or anything like that. That's just a, a people thing. So if we're talking about ninety percent now, maybe that percentage, if we was drummed in a little bit earlier, that would have been a, probably a lower percentage. It might have been fifty or forty. So then now it, being self-employed would have been cool. Like now being an entrepreneur is like the greatest thing you could ever be. <laughs> um, whereas you know you talk about it five six years ago, people were like, are you dumb? What are you talking about? You're gonna go and work for yourself? Why? Why would you do that? Like it's comfortable here. So mm-hmm. where in we're talking 10 years being, or maybe in 20 years or whenever, five years, being a multimillionaire would be normal. Like if people, if you said, oh, I just got my first million, you'd be like, wow, bro, you're broke still. <laughs> so oh, I've got a, got a question actually. Um, what sense, what's a, what's a, what's a, a myth about getting a mortgage actually? Cause you're, you're a professional in this realm. Yeah. What do you mean? What's a myth what's, about what's like it? A, what's a common myth? Common myth that people think. All right. Uh, so one of the myths is that some first-time buyers believe that if they're looking to buy a property, that they're not allowed to spend money, and that they can't show their bank statements of them going out and spending a hundred pound on a night out or whatever. So that's one myth. Um, bank um, lenders are only interested in your committed outgoings so any credit cards you have any loans you have um that's that's the only thing they're they're concerned about because with when it comes to mortgages it's all about affordability so when a lender assesses whether they will lend you the money they're assessing whether you can afford it um so if you've got 100 if you spend 100 pound on a night out then that means you can you can spend a hundred pound on a night out, so they're not worried about that. But it's um, they would take into effect or take into account, sorry, all of the committed expenditure, all so the bills, all the credit card stuff. Yeah, so so your normal bills like your council tax, your um, utility bills, spending money on shopping, and all of that, they build into their their calculators already because they take statistics from like okay. so they build all of that in already but um so things that they can't build in is is stuff that's more individual so if you've got a loan if you've got a credit card um if you've got a student loan even some lenders if you've if you've got a pension with your employer because obviously a pension then reduces what your net income is so Ooh. them type them type of things is what um, if somebody's buying this, you you, you want to sort of minimise the debts that you have outstanding. Uh, and and also, is there a bit around you, you don't have to have good credit? No, that's 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 real. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. Right. That's real. What's what's the average? What's the average kind of credit rating you should have? There is there. Is, so this is another myth as well. Is that so somebody may look on their Experian credit file so on Experian it goes up to 999 and that's excellent and you'll see the green um, and somebody thinks that if they've got excellent credit scoring then that automatically means that they're going to get a mortgage but it doesn't um, lenders have their own scorecards there and 
different things are built up on there. So is this person on the electoral roll? How long has this person been at their address? How long have they been in their employment? How much debt do they have outstanding in the background? Because if someone's got 20 grand's worth of debt outstanding, then they'll do like an, an income to debt ratio. Even if they've got the best credit scoring in the world, that can still affect you as well. Um, if you're a first-time buyer, again, if you've never had any credit, so if you've never had a credit card, you've never had a loan, um, if you've never had anything, then how have you built up your credit? So that may also go against you because um, you just may not have the credit. Um, but yeah, that's um, you, you, you need to have good credit. Otherwise, um, there are lenders out there as well that can that you can still get a mortgage but then you're going to be paying a premium in terms of the interest rate to to go down the, those routes so with regards to obviously your business and obviously the magic word brexit how <laughs> has that kind of affected business in that sense Do you find it's it hasn't affected it or is it still no I, th- I think i think it may be a little bit too early to say um because yeah things have been quite normal I, I would say i had a slow start to the year um but that can be quite normal with it being january anyway um just after christmas but this month i've been i've been really busy so again i don't i don't know if this month is just a one off so i'd have to wait to see how the next few months go to see if brexit has really had an effect but i don't if if I'm looking at the cases that I've been doing, you know, I've I've done home movers, first time buyer mortgages, remortgages. So there's been a mix, which is in line with what I was doing all of last year and the year before. So at the moment, it doesn't look like Brexit has really had an effect. You know, there's still people looking to buy. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't think it has, but I think that I might have to wait a little bit to really see. So obviously you said that this month has been you've been pretty busy. Does that mean that you put the Rolls Royce on uh, on deposit? You put the deposit <laughs> on the Rolls Royce, yeah? Oh, or not no. just yet? Or not just yet? Not yet, not yet. <laughs> no, I, I, as well, my my mindset's changed a lot from where from when I even first started self-employed, from where I was years before. Um, I'm very much at the moment where I just want to build a proper empire for for me and my family before I even start thinking of luxuries. So I've proper scaled down on, you know, I wanted to buy, when I first went self-employed, one of my goals was to get myself a nice Rolex watch. Yeah, that's how 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 that's I, what's a Rolex really going to do for me at this stage? Like at the moment, I'm, my focus is really more on building the businesses rather than trying to get these different luxuries, these different, you know, these items that don't really mean nothing in the grand scheme of things. You know, I think the most important for, for me is is stuff like holidays because that's experiences for me, my family and my kids. So I, I'd rather put my money into stuff like that or put my money back into my businesses, whether it be the mortgages or or, or building views, than buying these 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 items. So yeah, my 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 whole mindset and has has changed a lot over the last couple of years. Um, I'm just proper focused now on 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 building a life for myself that I'm that I'm that not that I'm proud of, but that I'm happy. That I wake up in the morning and I'm excited for what I want to do. 
when Monday morning does come, I'm not like, oh, Monday morning's here. I'm like, bang, Monday's here. Let me go and get it. Do you know what I mean? So that's where I'm at at the moment because I've been through, whilst even listening back on this podcast, I might have painted like a proper positive picture. You know, there's been a lot of dark times in, in my life. There's been a lot of dark times over the last 10 years, you know, as, as we all have problems, do you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I, I definitely have come out the other side and, um, I got prepared as well, actually guys, for you to ask me, like, I don't know, you may still ask me, but about a book and, um, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, um, as I'm talking, I think it's, it's good for people if they haven't ever read or listened to David Goggins, to, to really check him out because I think oh, wow. uh, yeah. which one is never, never 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 read any of his books yeah okay. so he's, is that the so, marine yeah the ex yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's got a, a book called um, Can't Hurt Me and I think that book has helped get me through some times because he talks about um, this jar like when you've been through tough times you you stick them in a jar you stick them in a jar and you go back to it and you'll be like when you're going through a tough time you go back to it and you'll be like raw i've been through this i've been through this i've been through this and i've come out the other side and that helps you get through that helps you weather the storm at times um but he's just very very unapologetic in the way he's like we need to handle stuff man like it's the the mind is a is is a powerful thing but we can control the mind and our bodies and our mind can endure a lot and everything is down to us at the end of the day and only only we can control how we live our lives and I think that's a great book for anybody who who hasn't read it um who struggles at times to get through the the tough times he he probably gives you a kick up the ass to motivate you to say just get shit done well I mean I I think um I think I, I read a I read a lot, but I'm, I'm definitely gonna check that out because that's a great analogy to have. Put in jars and stuff. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna try it. So I mean, before we wrap up and we leave it there, Sam, have you got any last thoughts or last impressions? Leaving a legacy, so <laughs> you know, uh, before you shoot off, we let you shoot uh, off, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, I think. I think what the the one message that I want to get across um, to people when I meet them is I, I'm very much, I think it's always started from me being the eldest of three. Um, and I've, I'm like out of my circle of friends, I'm one of the early ones of having a child. And I always try to do right by people. I always try to lead by example and try and be the best version of myself. And that's one thing that I would just like to urge people to do is always, and this is what I tell my daughter, I'm like, always be kind to people and always try to be the best version of yourself. And um, that's one thing that I'll, like if I was talking about myself as a brand, I would want, if I was to die, I would want people to, to say yeah Leon cared about people um he always tried to do the best and he always tried to be the best and he led by example so um that's that's one thing I tried to pass on to my kids and and also the the other thing which I think is probably the most powerful is that there's that thing that says that you can be anything that you want to be you can do anything that you want to do um with that comes action and work but with action and work I feel that you can actually achieve 
things that you put your mind to. Now I'm nowhere near there yet. You know, I was listening to your first podcast with with Shat Baker, and I thought to myself, wow, this guy has like achieved like a lot of great things. And whilst I talk a lot of stuff, I've not quite got to the level yet. But I'm on my journey, and um, and I'm going to get there. And I believe that now. I haven't always believed that, but I believe that now. So um, yeah, man, just. People keep working, keep believing, and always try to be the best version of yourself. Boy, man, trust the mic. Yes? Yeah, as I told you, funk flexing. Don't come here if you're not about that. Yeah? You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> cool. So, where can the people follow you, uh, your socials, uh, okay. YouTube? Yes, so YouTube, um, the football podcast is um, Views TV Official. Um, you can also catch us on all of the socials, so Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Views TV Official. Um, if you're interested in seeing my day-to-day life and stuff, I'm on Instagram, um, Semper underscore Semps, and on Twitter, at L Semps, and that's all, uh, all of my socials. Oh, nice, nice, nice. And Jay, do you want to plug your well, my new venture? Yeah, man, plug your new venture, Ooh. man, plug it. All right, all right, all right. Um, obviously, I'm on, I'm on uh, Instagram, um, j.3 underscores. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the worst ever. You can never, listen, I bet everyone will not find that Instagram. Like, listen, we'll leave the link in the, in the show notes. You can find it. Um, I don't know. Obviously, I started the um, sort of the music, the musical. Um, I don't even know what to call it yet. Um, so basically, I'm just trying to showcase new artists, older artists, um, just basically music um, that I like. Um, and the Insta for that is Soundwave Official. Um, it's there's no E in it. It's a play on the uh, the music file. Uh, for those who don't know. Um, so that's Soundwave official on Instagram. Nice. I'm, nice. I'm just I mean, adding you right now. My so, every, every Everyone will get to know Soundwave by the time it's done, bro. Oh, yeah, and uh, um, Brad, Brad did the logo. Ah, yeah. Thank yeah. you for the plug, mate. Welcome. Yeah, so, I mean, if anybody, uh, no, no one will probably want to, but if anybody wants to follow, you could do um, think underscore Brad. Um, or just follow the Golden Circle, which is at the Golden Circle, Golden G-O-L-D-N um, Circle. Um, yeah, literally, you can catch me on either one of those. Um, and yeah, my tea brand is coming out soon. Um, and yeah, it'll be literally one of those exciting things that's going on. But I say, we have tons more episodes to come. We recorded an episode last two weeks ago yeah. um, with um, one of our guys, Stephen, Stephen Skeet. But fortunately, we had some bad audio issues. Everyone's been telling us telling us about the audio. Um, and we're literally working on that as we go. Um, it's a journey, guys. You have to bear <laughs> with us, you know. Re- you know, Rome wasn't doing one day, so we'll be recording, re-recording that next week. Um, and then we have tons more um, coming uh, along the lines of mental health and we have um, things like Big Culture London coming on and other people that we've got in the next couple of weeks. Um, so, yeah, about, we just want to say, before we move on to other people, we just want to say thank you. So it's, it's been real. 
Um, that last speech, that last snippet, you, we're going to put a hard track on that, you know. Yay. Yeah, I got, I got my hard track snippet. Yeah, I got that's, a hard that's what, track. That's what I was aiming for, you know. Bruv, I know you were dropping that vision. <laughs> man, man, man put in the dead zone voice. Uh, I was ready. I rehearsed it, you know. You know that was written. You know yeah, that was you're that. Don't be silly. Yeah, you know that was all written. That was a written yeah. text. Um, but yeah, it was it 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 was real because you gave us a good insight, and I think you gave us a di- different dynamic of if you want kind of want it, go out there and get it. And you've been at a nine to five, and now you've transitioned over into. So it's really weird how this has kind of played out because we've had three guests so far, and all been different. So obviously, Shaq's <laughs> Shaq's done Shaq's done no nine to five and gone straight into self employment and entrepreneurship. Um, Melanated Boss, I mean, she does both. Um, but I would say that her main focus is more career based. And then Semps is coming and just said, you know what, I'm doing, um, I'm doing my, you're, you're doing your mortgages right now and you're moving into, you know, self employed, but you are self employed at the moment. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how the universe kind of aligns and, and does madness. Um, but yeah, so you can follow, as you say, follow Semps, follow Views, um, and then hit us up at the Golden Circle. But for this week, um, that's all from us. That's it. Thank Thanks you very much guys. for having me, guys, man. Thank you. Pleasure. All right. Pleasure. Easy. All right. So I think that's it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. You've been locked into the No Bad Energy podcast with your hosts, Brad and J Dot. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram. That's at the Golden Circle, at the Golden Circle. That's T H E G O L D N C I R L E. Cool. Peace.